0: Make more birdies A bottle of bourbon A little glass And some ice This is not a tip This is a prescription Trust me mm-hmm. If you don't You will fall out of balance mm-hmm. Welcome to Birdies and Bourbon
1: Sit down And have a sip Welcome back everybody To the Birdies and Bourbon show Dan, did you uh, did you check out the uh, Get a chance to watch The American Express Last week? Well, you weekend?
2: know I did Of course, you know I'm a sucker for California Anything California. There you go.
1: Oh, I know. Yep. I know. Congrats to uh, Siwoo Kim. I think he just broke his uh, 102 consecutive starts without a win streak. So uh, so good to see. Uh, let's see. Tony Finau, uh, you know, he didn't play bad on Sunday. He just didn't play as good as everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll tell you who he played better than. Mm. Uh, oh, Twitter boy, Twitter boy. those, those <laughs> fingers must have been sore because he did not show up on Sunday. That's for sure. Oh, man, uh, I, I cannot, I, f-
2: I can't fit into 140 characters. How disappointed I was in that performance. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know, maybe a little bounce back from him this week. I but, hope, uh, I, hope. I like yeah. that guy. Yeah, yeah, I do too. I think he's good for the sport, makes it fun, keeps it, uh, keeps it light. So yeah uh uh, yeah good thing so uh so maybe uh people may get a little different uh different taste for the show this week uh we're going to condense our DraftKings uh portion of the show and um, we're going to roll into uh an interview that we did so i think we're going to we're going to try this format out i think we'll probably stick with it um again you know uh just from hearing from uh Uh, From some of the fans and followers, Uh, you know, they really uh, they're kind of digging the uh, the interview piece of that. So uh, so I think we're going to put put a little more emphasis on that, by the way, uh, as we're doing this show, we're going to be sipping uh, a great whiskey. It's called The Burning Chair. Uh, It's by uh, who's the uh, producer of this? It's Savage and Cook. And uh, yeah, it's uh, a California whiskey. So, so sticking with the uh, California nice. theme as we as we continue the California
2: swing. Nice. Where are we heading this week?
1: Uh, hey, we're uh, we're heading south, Dan. We're heading south. We're going to we're going to hit uh, hit up San Diego. We're going to see Torrey Pines. Uh, so this is a two course event. For Thursday and Friday, and one uh, of the top 65 and ties will move to the South Course. So I think this week it's uh, you know, hey, strokes gained on the field, definitely a place to look. Uh, thank you very much to Fantasy National for providing us um, uh, with the stats and breakdown for the course. Uh, we're looking at last 50 rounds, and we've isolated it just to Tory Pines Golf Course for our picks today. The South Course. And uh, yeah, so. The south course, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so one thing we're going to see, so I, I think this is going to be one of those uh, kind of bombers courses. Uh, obviously, fairways are going to come at a premium, but I, I think it is going to favor the long hitters this week. And uh, I think for the most part, well, you know, in my lineup, I really I really anchored on, uh, on course experience here. You know how people, I think I've got a few, uh, definitely have some winners, maybe even a couple of two time winners, at least one that I can see on here just off the, off the cuff. But, uh, yeah, we're going to, we're moving to POA greens. Um, so it's, uh, it's POA tea to green, So a little, little bit of a change up there, but, uh, but yeah, it should be a good tournament. And, uh, we got a little prequel to, um, to the u.s open this year which is going to be uh which will be played at torrey pines so need to take uh, copious notes on this one dan i may just i may actually just roll this uh roll this lineup into the into the open field i I don't know you never know nice a lot of uh, yeah we got a lot (laughs) of folks that are coming in uh making their either uh what wouldn't be first u.s experience uh but um Uh, But we got a lot of uh, 2021 first timers showing back up. So may have uh, one or two of them in my lineup. Uh, Yeah. So uh, so looking forward to the farmers. Uh, How many times you put Ricky Fowler in your lineup, by the
2: way? Uh, it hasn't given me an error yet. Keep going. I just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. and keep doing it. Yeah. Just keep add, add, add. Yeah. I, you know, he was on uh, the bubble last week, but he ended up making the cut. Um, definitely I not. Think he, didn't yeah. he finish like 10th uh, or something? No, I think it was like 25th. I can take a okay.
1: look here. That'd yeah. I thought he was, uh, I thought he came in at like, uh, 10th place, 10th, 13th. I don't know. Somewhere around there
2: still expensive this week too
1: i don't know you're you're calling him 25th i'm like i don't know about that let's see we're way hey i mean we we were we were uh what did he okay 21st 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 who won
2: that who won that bet
0: uh,
1: the bet is $20, 20, <laughs> $20. All right. So as mentioned, we're going to kind of, uh, just flow through this baby, uh, who we got. Uh, so Rombo, I guess is in it this week. I don't know. I mean, the past couple of, um, past couple of, uh, of, uh, of DraftKings shows we've done. It's like somebody's gotten added. somebody, It's like they're not playing, then they're back in. Somebody's withdrawn. Uh, you know, thank you, Charlie Hoppen. I uh, had him in my lineup. He was playing good, and uh, he withdraws on Saturday due to, due to a back injury. And, and oddly enough, he's showing up back in San Diego. He's, he's coming to San Diego. Or at least he's rostered to play. And uh, I don't know. I think it's the weather down there, it's kind of cooling down right now. So I don't know. Is that a good place for a guy with a back injury? Um, let's you know, see I'm looking on the PGA
2: uh, tour media center and ROM's in the field as of, um, the one that was from one at one PM. So I think he's in, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, obviously he's the, uh, I shouldn't say obviously, but he is the most extensive player at eleven three. Um, I didn't take any of the, uh, of the top tier players, man. I, I don't have any of those guys in my lineup for the week. I kind of went for the, went for a more balanced approach. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I've got uh, six solid guys that are going to make it to the weekend, but uh, we shall see. Uh, I definitely got hosed this weekend. So, uh, so I got, I got to write this ship, man.
2: Well, I hope that Reed can bounce back. He missed the cut last week. Obviously I played him as my one and done. I played him in my lineup and just didn't really get what I wanted to get out of him there. But I think that's,
1: I think that's his first miscut in like 61 or 62 yeah. tournaments. So, yeah. I, you know, chalk it up to what I, I don't I don't have a lot. I'm put, not putting any stock in him not being able to rebound. A couple so, initial
2: I, thoughts about this um, DraftKings pricing. Number one is Sanjay at 9600 bucks. I mean, uh, what are your thoughts there? I mean, he's been kind of holding steady at, you know, top 10 in terms of DraftKings um, money these days. And then number two... Um, no, no, just stay with number one first. But yes, what do you think about Sanjay up there? At like 9,600 bucks.
1: I mean, you know, it, it, well, here's what I think, because I think every time I put Sunjay in the roster, he knows it, and uh, he he hoses me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, I don't know what I did to him. I mean, we you know with at Eastlake a couple of years ago, I thought we got along great. <laughs> uh, the, the photo shoot went well. Uh, I, I don't know. What did you say when I when I walked away? I, you must have said something because he's like, oh shit, I'm in Cow's lineup. Oh, definitely no. hosing that guy. Again. Yeah. Definitely definitely hosing that guy.
2: Yeah.
1: I, I don't know. I mean, is it fair? I, he's not in my lineup. Uh, you know, I, I think that I, he's he, he's due, right? I mean, it's going to happen. He's just uh, he he's got the elements that uh, that it's going to take to win somewhere. I don't know if this is it. I mean, I would say this is a pretty stacked field. Yeah. So for ninety six hundred, I, I don't think I even have anybody above nine thousand dollars. So it kind of tells you where I went. One thing that I was so. What do you think about Tony Finau being the third uh, the third highest guy at ten seven over? over the x man and i mean this is x man's hometown now tory isn't necessarily one of his better tracks but uh, I, I don't know and, and over what is he 600 more than patrick reed i don't know i mean tony's been playing good but you know it just tony seems like he can't close the deal man so uh, yeah I, I don't know i don't know if it's uh, if it's warranted or not i mean with 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 current form and, and him coming into here you can't look at it and say he's playing bad, but I mean, are there other people, you know, through this lineup to kind of like, uh, it doesn't really make sense to me. Maybe. I, I don't know.
2: Yeah. I don't know about Tony. He didn't, I mean, he, he, played well last week couldn't close it out like you told in the beginning top of the show you know he didn't play as well as everybody else on sunday um he's been hitting the ball really well i mean he's playing really well so i'm not i'm not that concerned with the pricing on tony um i'm not i mean he's third in terms of DraftKings points out of the last 50 rounds at um at torrey pines of course he's only played 18 here on the south course that's what it's showing but still third's good so yeah i mean he's got the he's got the, the length to be able to compete here i'm not taking kisner because Kisner told us not to take Kisner (laughs) yeah
1: exactly yeah Uh, who else am I a little surprised Scotty Scheffler burned me last week so no action on him Uh, I did play Matt Wolf. he played decent Uh, you know yeah so you know whatever Uh, you know I I think Hideki this course sets up really well for him how's he going to putt I don't know uh, Kepka, you know, at 9,400 bucks, uh, missed the cut last week. So, you know, and it's not an open. I mean, Kepka's like, Hey, let me play Thursday and Friday and get a few rounds in before the major that yeah. I'm going to win here. Yeah.
2: Uh,
1: so, so practice
2: on Kepka in terms of just, you know, early leans for the U S open for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know if you got anybody in a
2: $9,000 where, where, range. Where's DeChambeau at this week? Where, what, what's he doing? I don't know. What's he oh, doing? I
1: think he's I think he's gaining weight. He's busy eating. Mm-hmm. He's busy eating. <laughs> uh,
2: I thought we would see him here, you know, for for prep for the US Open. I definitely thought you'd see him here.
1: you know. Yeah, yeah. no, no dice, man.
2: OK, um, we want to get into it. So here, get- here's how I did mine. I went last 50 rounds toward pound south in, in, our, in our fantasy national. I sorted by DraftKings points, and I said, who do I like? And I just kept, uh, I kept seeing names that were like, oh, I, told, I called you. I was like, man, I got a winning lineup this week because, man, all these guys play well here, you know? How did you do yours?
1: Uh, So again, so I kind of looked at, at who, so similar, I went who plays really well at this course uh, for half my lineup. And then the other half, I said, uh, you know, who's kind of coming in on a hot streak. And again, I don't have anybody over uh, everybody that I have is under $9,000. So I kind of went with a, with a more balanced approach. I mean, I feel like there's a ton of good value. Uh, I think a couple of these guys, it's their uh, their first, uh, first appearance of the year. So um, you know, so it, again it's how have they played here in the past versus um uh current form coming into the tournament. So mm-hmm.
2: Yep. All right.
1: Uh well you've probably got to take off, man. I mean you have you've gotta have somebody higher than nine thousand right? dollars. I
2: got ninety two hundred, I got Hideki. Uh if I look at Hideki, like I said, I sorted this thing, um DraftKings points last fifty rounds. Hideki's number four Five on the list. He is ninety-two hundred bucks. He's played seventeen rounds here. Fifth in DraftKings points. Um, around the green, seventh putting, twenty-first uh, short game, eighth shots gained total, seventh tee to green, fourteenth. And against this field, so I, I just like the way my um, head decky hits the ball here. I think he feels comfortable. He's going to play well yeah, this well, week.
0: Seven,
1: seven starts, sixteenth yeah. uh, or better. So yeah, I mean it's you know yeah I mean it's, uh, you, know, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it, you know he just he's got a he's got a putt better. I mean. That's just the bottom line. If that dude, if he gets the putter on, I mean, that's probably uh, that's probably. Uh, I'd say that's a really solid pick.
2: Yeah, who you
1: got? I'm at eighty eight hundred. So you got anybody between nope. there? Nope. Uh, you know, I'm going Bubba Watson, man. So, um, and you know, it's uh, he's Bubba still got length. Um, if uh, you know, if 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 his uh, if, if greens and regulation work out for Bubba, you know, I, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna be solid here. Uh, he's a uh, let's see. He's uh uh, what do we got? We got top a couple of top sevens. That's pre 2010. So let's talk relevant. Uh, We got uh, we got two wins here. So uh, no, I'm sorry. We got one win from Bubba in 2011. And you know, back to Fantasy National on where's Bubba Watson at. Uh, man, I see a lot of ones. I can tell you that, uh, he's ranked 11th in points and I set mine up the same way you did. Uh, but in approach, he's ranked second, 11th in points putting he's ranked 120. So again, it's no secret. You got to put to win, but, um, first in total, uh, strokes gained total first tee to green first in ball striking and first off the tee second in approach. Yeah. Hey, at eighty-eight hundred bucks, that's my highest price guy, and with uh, with numbers like that, all we needed him to do is put decent, and uh, and my man's and he's got
2: another top ten. Yeah, I agree with you there. My uh, my next guy is Cam Smith at eighty-five
1: hundred bucks. Woo, 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 woo. So so I started at eighty-eight hundred, and boy, let me tell you, Dan, was I on a roll. <laughs> uh, so I, I don't know, I don't know if I may have been, had a little too much uh, uh, oh boy. whiskey, but uh, but somehow, some way, I went. Mark Gleishman next at $8,700 last year's winner. I'm riding the Aussie train at Torrey Pines, man. I, I think, um, I, I think he's, I think we got something with this guy here. And again, he's last year's winner. Are we going to see a repeat? Eh, I don't know about all that, but we do have a T4 at the Sony. Um, and, uh, I'm, I, yeah. I, I think we got something with, uh, with, with where he's at. I mean, from, uh, where do they, we got him at on, uh,
2: 13th so he's of the ranked Masters.
1: 27th and yeah, 27th in points. He's, uh, ranked six in strokes gain total. Um, let me make sure, yeah. Uh, so, uh, I, I mean, yeah. In my uh, opinion, he's the, turned the uh,
2: corner. He's got the recent form going in the right direction and I, I cannot say anything, but that's, that's a great pick. I, I think you're on him early and I think, uh, I think it's going to pay off for you.
1: I don't. Hey, back-to-back winners. I don't know. Could be. Uh, could be a little sneak peek to my one and done early. Yep. Uh, let's see. So, hey. Oddly enough, we've got another winner, new time <laughs> winner, uh, Jason Day. I told you, man. I'm. I'm sticking with the land down under on this one, buddy. Oh boy. Um. So he's a. He won in 2015, 2018. Uh, Runner-up in 2014 uh let's see the last two years we got a t5 t16 um so here's the thing right so so i would say recent form for jason day isn't necessarily something to brag about um that that so that's the scary part i think the good part got, we got plenty of length to get him off the tee uh he puts pretty good on POA. Uh, we haven't seen him since November where he was 12th at the RSM, missed a cut at the masters seventh at the open. So that's, you know, that's back in November. So, um, and you know, he he had quite a few missed cuts, uh, in 2020, but you know, he's had plenty of time off. Hopefully he's kind of got his head, right. He's showing up at a place where he's going to have confidence. And, uh, I think, um, you know, my man, uh, g'day mate it, uh, it could, could be our guy he's ninth in uh, DraftKings points seventh total in strokes gain everything every other category what's his worth approach he's ranked 45th that's his worst one but again if you're putting good and you're uh, six off the tee I don't know I'm, I'm leaning that way I'm looking at past course experience I think we got something here
2: nice nice good pick you're right. uh, I picked Cam Smith at 8500 do you have him as well uh,
1: I do not. Oh, it's the one camera, and I don't have it in my lineup.
2: There you go. 62nd at the Sony uh, Century 24 Masters. He was second. Zozo, fourth. CJ Cup 11th. Shriners, 24th. it has been playing really, really well. If you look at him on this Fantasy National last 50 rounds, he's played 14. He is 17th um, shots gained total. Second in the short game. Uh, second around the green, fourth and putting, sixth in DraftKings Kings points. We all know who he is. We saw him at the masters. Um, and I think he's going to, he's going to play well. He's been, obviously he's played well here and it's a track he likes. So uh, I think he's got a good shot here.
1: So at eighty four hundred dollars, I got Ryan Palmer. Uh, I think he's gonna be overlooked this week. Make and it I two. don't know why. Make it two. Uh, <laughs> make it a double. There you go. Uh, but hey, th- so the past three years, we got T T2, two, T thirteen, uh, T twenty one. he you know, he, he likes Torrey. he plays it well. Uh, where in uh, in Hawaii at the Sony, I think uh, he was just, you know, I mean ball striking was solid and on point. Uh, I, I think he plays the course, I think his current form. This may be this may be the best pick I think that you and I are both making this week. I think because coming into this tournament with with his current form, his course experience here. I mean, I I don't know, and, and maybe I'm maybe I'm missing it, and maybe other people have caught on. But I mean, this is a guy that's kind of he's, he's a have to. I, I don't know if he's a have to or not. But and, and talk about those stats. So he's twenty fourth in DraftKings points. He's ranked a hundredth in putting. He's ranked 137th off the tee, 120th on ball striking. So there's really nothing on on fantasy national that says you got to go to this guy. But again, with course history, I don't know. Oh, hold on. I was giving you, I was giving you the wrong guy. That wasn't wasn't him. him. Sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, So Palmer. Yeah. Let me back that up. So 24th. Yeah. 24th in points, 100th in putting. Uh he okay he's 10th off the tee. Yeah, there you go. Second in ball striking. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that that sounds a lot better. That's the putting better. thing, yeah, the putting thing kind of scares me, but I mean when you're hitting the ball that good uh off the tee and on your approach, I mean you can afford to miss a putt. I think he is leading the PGA Tour in bird uh in uh birdies. Let me make sure I say this right. He's second on tour in uh birdie averages for the season. Year to uh, season to date. Hmm. The only challenge I think is, I don't know how many birdies we're going to see on this golf course. So, so I think it kind of it puts them on a little bit more of a, a level playing field with some folks. So yeah, I, th- I think Palmer's uh,
2: uh solid all the and way And you around. went through some of these, right? You went century, century tournament champions. He was fourth recently, uh, fourth at the Zozo, 17th at the CJ cup. I mean, these, these are good. These are good um, finishes. So yeah, I feel good about him as well.
1: Uh, You're probably up next, bud. Uh,
2: Let's see. That was 8,400. I took an Aussie. I don't know if you know it. It's Adam Scoot. Scoot.
1: Oh He's, no no no! That, that's Scott with two T's, two T's. Oh, oh okay. okay. <clears throat> best look, best looking player on tour. Are You kidding
2: me? <laughs> I had to take him. I mean, he—he he, again from my San Jose National here. He is first in DraftKings points at uh, Toy Pound South. He's played three rounds, not a whole lot, but uh, according to this system here, so 13th uh, shots gained total, 18th tee to green, uh, sixth on approach, uh, first DraftKings points, 23rd putting. Look at his last couple starts. In Hawaii, he was uh, the Sony? He was forty second, forty first. He was twenty uh, first at the Century Tournament Champions, thirty fourth at the Masters, thirty second at Houston, thirty eighth at the U.S. Open. But let's be honest, in Hawaii, he was surfing the whole time, so he was just there to you know surf. So uh, working on
1: that tan, baby. You know,
2: he's probably going to be distracted over there in Tory as well with the beaches there. <laughs> oh yeah, right yeah. on
1: the uh, right on look overlooking the ocean. He'd yeah. be thinking, man, I could be uh, I could be surfing today. What about yeah. doing it? exactly? Ah, the weather's going to be kind of shitty, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. Um, you're you're probably still next. I got to go to 7,900 to okay. pick
2: my next guy. I'm at 78. I took Gary Woodland, your buddy. Mm.
1: Yeah. So. How's uh, how's how's Gary feeling, by the way?
2: I think he's feeling fine. <laughs> At the American Express last week, he was 16th. He, uh, so he played well. He shot a he shot a 68, a couple of 68s, and a couple of 70s on a what was it? It was like a par 73, or something like that. 72? Mm-hmm. 72? Yeah. 72, 72, 72. But at this course, um, Tory Pound South, 29 rounds, he's 28th shots gained total, 12th tee to green, second in ball striking, fourth off the tee. And then the, the putting is 94th with a little bit of red there. And then in DraftKings points, he's second uh, against this field here. So I just, I like the way he plays here.
1: Good a, good Davis, mate. Oh boy. Uh, Cameron Davis at $7,900. I'm telling you, this is, I'm bookending this baby with Aussies. Well, not bookended. I, that I, I lied. I lied about that, but, uh, but yeah, I guess the only, God, I hope Adam doesn't listen to this. He's going to be so offended that I didn't pick him <laughs> and, and you just, I mean, you gave us a ton of good reasons why, but you know, I went, I went Cam Davis. So he was uh, he, he uh, brought home uh, third place last week. I think he was in like the thirties or so at the Sony. And this dude is absolutely murdering the ball. He's uh top, uh he's ranked, currently ranked 10th in driving distance on tour. So I, I think that is going to be a huge factor here. Uh, last weekend, he shot a 66 and a 64 to close the weekend out. He's made the cut uh, in both of his appearances at the Farmers. And uh, what can we say good about Cameron Davis? Well... You know here even though he's made the cut he hasn't really scored well here but again i think we're looking at a different golfer uh this coming week as what we've seen in the past 39th in draft king points uh 68th in putting 40th off the tee 64th in approach 101 in strokes gain total but once again i think we're looking at a different golfer that's played here the past uh past couple of years. So yeah, I, I think that's solid. And, you know, and here's the thing. So, you know, Cameron Davis, Cameron chap, I mean, that's a coin flip to me on those, both guys are going to hit it long. It's kind of who who's going to, who's going to putt better. And uh, you know, from an approach standpoint, I, I went Davis just with recent form. And again, his uh, his course history here doesn't suck and it only stands to improve. So,
2: yep. My last guy is at um, 7,700 bucks. Yep. You, do you have anybody else or is it me you're up all right uh, i'll take Kokrak. Kokrak. he had sony 56th uh century tournament champions 35th rsm 90th uh, zozo 17th, cj first so he had he's had some hit or miss right so yeah he he's he's uh he had this year the two tournaments he's played 56 and 35th but according to fantasy national coke Coming in at 7th in DraftKings points at Tory Pines South. This is 11 rounds. Shots gained total against this field, 31st. Tita Green, 30, uh, 34th, 34th. Uh, ball striking 17th off the tee, 6th. Uh, putting 33. And again, like I said, DraftKings points, seven. So to me, for 7700 bucks, this guy, is, uh, the way he likes this course, I, I'm definitely going to play him. I like what I've been seeing from him you know, over the last say, couple of months. You know?
1: yeah so my last guy i went uh i went dylan fratelli man i'm i'm um, sticking with uh with our ocean themes here and uh seventy four hundred dollars uh so here's the thing and I, you know I, I mean i had some options in you know in where i was at seventy four hundred i mean i could have gone a lot of different i could have picked jordan spieth uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Butch uh, Butch re- recently came to see him and I, he didn't stay long. So <laughs> either he really liked what he saw or he really didn't like what he saw. So I, I don't know which direction that's going to go. I think this is uh, this is Jordan. I don't think I, I know this is Jordan's debut for uh, for twenty twenty one. So uh, we'll kind of see where he's at. Charlie Hoffman could have gone that direction. Definitely burned me over the uh, uh, over the weekend with uh, with the with uh, uh, WD, as I mentioned. But uh, and then you know, looking on DraftKings, I mean, there's not a whole lot of reason that I would be picking Dylan Fratelli. Uh, uh, However, however, that's from a scoring standpoint. Uh, He, you know, we haven't seen the guy since November, so I got two guys that haven't played golf since November. And and I'm rolling the dice, man. We got fifth place at the Masters, missed at the Open, 11th at the Zozo. So, I mean, he's proven that, I mean, he can play, he can compete with, uh, with the big guys on tour. And he's, um, I was reading, he's uh, in his drive, average drive, uh is up about 30 yards so he's uh you know in 300 mid-teens right now and i think that's going to pay off for him and uh yeah that's my story and i'm sticking to it man i think uh, think that's going to be my sleeper pick of the year
2: nice all right what do you got for one and done
1: Uh, you go first
2: i'm still torn i'm taking maddie Matsuyama. Uh,
1: Matsuyama. yeah, yeah, that, that's a good, that's a good pick. I, I like him here. I, I think that's a solid play. Uh, you know, just because of course history, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride the. Uh, I'm sticking with the Aussie theme, baby. Mm. G'day, mate. G'day, mate. <laughs> G'day, <laughs> mate. Give me, give me Jason Day, baby. Give me Jason Day. Oh, I, you want, I think this you want is Jason Day, be... not Leishman. Yeah. Yeah. Give me Jason day. Yeah. I don't know. Repeat on this thing and eh, maybe a bit of a stretch, but no, I want Jason day. I think this is going to be uh, his chance to uh, uh, take advantage of his, uh, of his course record here and uh, and pull through for me. Actually, I, all I need him to do is make the cut for the weekend. I'll probably already got you beat.
2: Yeah, I would say you, well, hey, <laughs> hey. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did not do well. I picked Pat last week and he didn't make the cut and you got answer who I think did pretty dang good. Right. So, uh,
1: yeah. yeah answer mm-hmm. was in the, okay. uh, uh, I think he was single digit uh, in, in his emplacements.
2: Uh, fifth, yeah, fifth. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah so, yeah, what did you so. win? You
2: won last week, you won 247 or so. Yeah. No, nice. Yeah. So, nice. really good, really good. All right. So, what we got coming up on the show today? Uh, yeah.
1: So, as mentioned, uh, we had a really awesome time chatting with, uh, with Drew, co founder of Blue Tees Range Finders. Um, so kind of shared. So he actually had poured one back with us on the show and, uh, you know, shared uh, shared the Blue Tees story. Uh, talked a lot about San Francisco. Well, we talked a lot about California golf and talked uh, and talked to some other courses as well. So uh, hopefully everybody enjoys our conversation with Drew. And by the way, if you're looking for a new range finder, uh, this Blue Tees finder is absolutely it's a, it's a great I don't want to call it a value rangefinder. finder. It, it's a very fair price for, for a really, really nice piece of equipment. Uh, hasn't let me down yet. So, uh, yeah, have yourself a drink and, uh, enjoy the show with
2: Drew at Blue Tees Golf. Coming up. Here we go. Hey, this is Aaron from Smoke Wagon and you're listening to Birdies and Bourbon.
1: Welcome back, everybody, to the Birdies and Bourbon Show. Um, got a little, uh, we got some equipment on to talk about today. Uh, Drew, the one of the co-founders at Blue Tees, he was nice enough to uh, share one of their. Uh, well, we'll get into how how great this thing has been over the past maybe uh, probably five, four or five months. And uh, glad to report, I haven't had to take advantage of the two-year warranty. It's uh, it's, it's it's work. It's working without a hitch, man. But uh, but Drew, before we get into that, what's uh, let's let's hear a little about. Uh, so you're in California, right? Are you in San Fran?
0: Uh, yeah, uh, home base is San Francisco.
1: L- Lucky you. I'm uh, looking outside. We we kind of. I'm, I'm in Atlanta. Dan's in Raleigh. Um, okay. we definitely had some San Fran weather today. It was kind of a uh, little chilly, lots of, uh, little misty outside. So, uh, I guess you guys are getting some of that right
0: now, right? Yeah, that is a uh, pretty standard San Francisco weather, man. Uh, we get so much fog and so much mist that we uh we've named our fog Carl the Fog it has its own Instagram account and Twitter account and Facebook page because it's so prevalent but um now oh, we got a nice day out here right now so no complaints on our end Perfect Awesome awesome yeah so uh so give us the uh, what's the blue tea story man
1: I mean we reached out and connected again uh I guess mid to late uh, 2020 and uh yeah. glad uh, glad to have you on so uh, how'd you guys get together and,
0: and get in the golf industry? Yeah, for sure, man. So um, I, I love to golf. Um, so do uh, our other co-founders. Um, candidly speaking, none of us are great at golf. Um, you know, if we're, if we're shooting in the 80s, we're stoked. Um, we're shooting in the high 80s, we're happy. Um, <laughs> um, but we like to, we know we're fortunate enough um, with our schedules uh, that we were able to play a lot of golf um, before we started Blue Tee. Um, one of our, our co-founders, Chris, we're like, hey, let's go get a rangefinder." Um, and we looked at the market and, you know, typically speaking, the first thing that comes up when we were looking for a rangefinder was a Bushnell or a Garmin or an Icon and we looked at the price points and, you know, candidly speaking, it was like, hey, this thing isn't going to help me straighten out my slice <laughs> or fix my duck hook and so I'm not going to go spend, you know, the, the 400, 500 bucks on a range finder. Sure. Um, and then we you know, did what I think a lot of people do is went on Amazon, um, went on amazon.com, typed in golf laser range finder. And a lot of options came up um, when we scrolled through. Um, I picked one brand, um, Chris, one of our other co-founders picked another brand. Um, we got them worked out for a round. Um, and then each of ours broke um, oh, wow. two separate brands. Um, yeah. I broke off of one of them and then just the other one malfunctioned. And so we kind of took a step back um, and said, well, hey, we've always wanted to start something together. Um, this could be an opportunity. Um, we thought there was a real opening in the golf space to build a high quality, um, affordable rangefinder for the masses. Um, and so that's really kind of how Blue Tees um, in and of itself started was a couple of friends saw a niche and a need and and kind of took that leap of faith and that jump and and started this company
1: yeah awesome yeah i mean and uh, i'm glad you did and glad i got introduced to it so uh, again no complaints from me man i mean it's um uh not not to go down the infomercial road but i mean it's got all the you know and i've owned some of those brands that you mentioned and and i've owned some other um budget brands, if you will. And uh, yeah. you know, I've I, I haven't put anything else back in my bag. I mean I've continued to use this one. So uh That's yeah awesome. it's a, a real nice piece, sturdy, it's held up great. Uh you know, no no complaints whatsoever. Um Thank so you. I, I see we're on series two.
0: Uh when did yeah. you guys uh when did you guys start up? Yeah, so um, start of twenty nineteen. Um, it's kind of the, the inception data of, of blue tees. And so the series two that you got on, uh, on your desk in front of you, um, you know, that's kind of our flagship product, the series two pro, um, we're really, really proud of it. When we, uh, when we launched it, one of the things that we wanted to do a bit differently, uh, than everybody else was kind of the, the stylistic component of the outer shell. Um, you know, a lot of people have done high quality, low price point, every, you know, space, whether it's, you know, there we go. Yeah. Whether it's, you know, golf or, or, you know, outside of golf and, and what we really, you know, we're, we're all from California. Um, and so we've all been big fans of Travis Matthew, um, which mm-hmm. was, you know, purchased by Callaway, I think back in 2017. And, yep. and what we thought was really cool about Travis Matthew is, you know, they disrupted the apparel space sure. in golf. That's gotta be tough to do, now. right? I mean, everybody's making apparel, but they found a niche and, uh, we loved how they really infused kind of a laid-back California design into it. And so when we started Blue Tees, one of the things that we wanted to do is like, "Hey, can we, can we make this thing look a little bit cooler?" Most rangefinders are, you know, black plastic shell with black rubber, and inside the golf cart, it's black, and you leave it in there, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, "Okay." So, to differentiate on style, but yeah, Series Two Pro is kind of the flagship product, and again, something we're really, really proud of, and and happy that uh, happy with how it turned out.
1: Yeah, nice, nice. And, um, any new, um, anything in the future for blue tees outside of uh range finders i i mean if you you know on your site you got some uh, some apparel some hats and things along those yeah. lines but any, i mean has this kind of led you down you know great product looks good looks Thank cool you. i mean you just met, mentioned travis and you know i mean i would say they did two things right and not to make this a, a tn no free advertisements <laughs> but but you know i mean i mean they disrupted the you know the the attire the golf attire industry but I think not only did it did it change it from a um, uh, from you know the other the other labels or manufacturers, but I think it changed like on course. I mean, the things that you could and couldn't wear, and there's yeah. the hoodie debate. And we're definitely gonna we got some questions for you at the end. But you know, <laughs> it, it really changed just the whole dynamics of that. You know, this hidden my. Uh, they said my old granddad's, uh, you know, every every Tuesday morning round. I mean, it's hey, it can golf can kind of be cool, you know, and it can be uh, it can be something that that I can take from. Uh, I don't know if we can take the. I did take your range out to the shooting range a couple times, so <laughs> that does well on the on the shooting range. But uh, anyway, funny. I digress. But uh, yeah, what, what's in the
0: future for blue tees? Yeah, no, just I mean, what you hit on real quick with Travis Matthew is Travis Matthew made golf apparel cool. Mm-hmm. You right. Go. You know, yeah. that's, you know, that's, that's impressive in and of itself a, a sport that's been around for as long as golf has. And it's, you know, you got the old school foot joy shoes or the, the the pleated khaki pants and you've got a polo shirt with a like a pullover, you know, cardigan. That's not very cool. And they figured out a way to disrupt it, which is, which is sweet. And we take a lot of inf- inspiration from that. Uh, but back to your, your question, um, you know, as we think about blue teeth, um, you know, we can't be all things to all people in the golf space, sure. right? You know, Travis, Travis Matthew, and you know, folks like DVRX, Threads. Um, you know, they've done a ton of stuff from the apparel side of the house. Um, you know, that's not going to be us. Um, if you think about the club companies, right? You know, you've got you've got the big four out there. You know, you got you got the Titleist and the Callaway and then the TaylorMade and the Cobra. We're not gonna take away market share from those guys. You know, they got it dialed. Um you know, I think what we wanna do is we wanna to continue to master uh the golf laser rangefinder. And we wanna to continue to put out really high quality rangefinders um that work that people wanna put on their bag. Um, we've got some really fun stuff coming out. Um uh, in 2021. So I guess this year we're in 2021 already. That's crazy. Already, (laughs) man. Uh,
2: Um,
0: so we got some really, really cool stuff surrounding the Rangefinder, but that's, that's where we want to focus our our time and attention. I mean, you know, we've got a couple of hats, a couple of beanies, um, you know, if people want to support and rep the brand, we absolutely love that. We appreciate it more than they know. Um, but that's, you know, that's for fun. That's what I wear. That's what I give to my family and my friends as gifts. Um, but range finders are really going to be the, the focal point uh, for Blue Tees in 2021.
1: Yeah, which is kind of, I mean, if you think about it, the last time you've all, I don't, you guys have PGA superstores out there, I'm sure, right? So if you, yeah. and, and I, I don't know if you're actually in, if you have any, are you in any retail outlets or is this all online?
0: Yeah, no, it's a great question. So we're really proud. We'll be in every Dick's sporting goods in the oh, United nice. States in 2021. So all 832 plus retail locations, um, will be in PGA tour. We're already on PGA tour, superstores and Dick's online, cool. um, so golf galaxy online, um, places like rock bottom golf, um, quite a few pro shops. Uh, but yeah, I mean, when you start walking into uh, PGA Tour superstores, you start seeing blue tees, which we're really excited about and, and again proud of at the same time. I think it's a it's a nice step in the maturation of our company, going from you know small business to to hopefully force to be reckoned with down the road. Nice, yeah, good good for you, man. Yeah, that's that is something
1: to be proud of, and and I mean, I think your product is going to definitely. Um, you know, and and I'm sure not. I don't want to get down into the marketing and demographic road. Yeah. You know who who you're, but I mean, if you think about it, I'm sure you know most people that are golfers that are listening. Uh, you've walked in, you've at least walked by the rangefinder uh, display, right? You've got all the rangefinders, mm-hmm. and to your point, I mean, everything is very industrial, kind of cold. Uh Everything really blends together, other than they probably got their name written in silver on the side of it. That it kind of blends in with all yeah. you know, the other silver silver on the on the display case so yeah i mean I, I definitely can see you guys uh can see you standing out you know and kind of catching somebody's eye that's looking for you know that that not a, i wouldn't say pop of color i mean it doesn't it's not anything that's off-putting or crazy uh you know it's it blue, white, a little it's different. Nice it's clean yeah and, i mean it's not yeah it's it's it, and it's different to your point yeah yeah it's awesome man. i've really enjoyed gaming it
2: well you know what you guys yeah. did i mean you, you hit on it right so you went to go look for a rangefinder and they're really pricey and you're like well this is this doesn't make any sense let's try let's try the more economical route and then it breaks or whatnot and cal and i see this all the time with um different parts of the game or uh our lifestyle with like i think of like a rag popper flask we had them on the guy was looking for a glass flask couldn't find one and all of a sudden he's like I, i'm gonna build one or whatnot. Henry reminds me of like the Warby Parker of like, why do we have to pay so much for glasses? You know, come on, this is, this is, a, this is, this make any sense. And you guys are, are making this economical good rangefinder for golfers. And as golfers, it's like, it's, it's music to our ears for sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, our tagline to you know, buy golfers for golfers is one of the, mm-hmm. one of the things that we've said often. And like, it's the God honest truth you know, it's, we're a bunch of, we're like our customers, man. We we like to go out there and walk 18 and it's, you know, it's crazy with COVID. Um, you know, we've seen golf just explode in the amount of golf played. And I don't know about you guys in, in your hometowns, but in San Francisco, um, you know, we're walking 18 more often than we're riding in carts now. Right. And so, you know, the GPS mm-hmm. is gone and, and the need for rangefinders finders is, is there. And, and I think it, uh, I think they're helpful. You know, people are, people are enjoying them so we're, we're happy with the customer feedback
1: yeah we're, we're not walking as much in georgia um for for a couple of reasons so and, and i guess san francisco is pretty hilly uh um, it is <laughs> but, yeah but so so georgia most golf courses are extremely hilly here and okay. just pace of play like if you're not um if you're not at a private club that doesn't allow golf carts you, you they'd just be annihilated i mean we're you're talking we're at least a week, maybe two weeks out on tea times. And, uh, and, and then if you're not on top of things, I mean, you're getting kind of the scrub tea signs at the end of the day. Right. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're not getting anything in, in you know, early in the morning for sure. So, so yeah, it, yeah. it's presented, um, it's definitely uh, changed the strategy of yeah. Uh, eh, we'll just book it uh, the day you know the the morning of or the day before. It's like that doesn't you know, happen. Yeah, you're, anymore, you're not, man. You're, you're not playing golf if that's what you're waiting on for for sure. So no. Uh, hey, but by the way, I noticed it looked like you may have been sipping on something. I, you may not have been. It could have been tea or water or something. I don't no,
0: know. No, no, you're right. Um, I know it's nothing fancy. I just have a, I have a Woodford Reserve that I'm drinking right now. There you, go. Um, nice. um, you know, handy dandy trusty. Um, a lot of my energy right now is trying to track down a bottle of 20 year old Pappy. I am just, I swear, like that's, I'm calling all the local liquor stores and bars in the San Francisco area and like, hey, guys, you know one to load one of these i know that you got a slim allocation what can we do here so (laughs) yeah yeah i'm trying to figure out how to get
1: as close to um i tried to get as close to california as i could with my liquor selection and what i realized is i so anybody that's listing golf and or in the spirit business and i i mean i really looked i don't have a single bottle of of booze from california now i've got a few bottles of wine but i'm like i don't want to go there so i went with um i went with a washington whiskey woodenville and it's their um uh, it's their it's their bourbon, so ninety proof, finished in port cask. So you know, I would equate it to like an Angel's Envy or something like that. I'm like, hey, I need, you know, like he's in Napa. You know, what can I get? So I, I got as close as I could get to the West Coast and kind of the uh, you know Northern California region for you. But uh, but hey, Woodford, that's a strong uh, strong pour. There's nothing nothing wrong with uh, with Woodford. They're yeah. uh, they're definitely doing a bang up job. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, so. You know, it's- Yeah. What's, what's the significance? Um, Are you looking for Pappy 20 for a particular reason uh, Hmm. outside of like the 10 year or the 15 or the 20? Because typically, typically the 15 year is the
0: one that really shines. Um, Really? Okay. This is good. I'm I'm learning something right now. (laughs) I was told, I was told that after, and correct me if I'm wrong here, fellas, because you guys are the experts in this space. This isn't me. I'm not the expert here. I was told that 20 so twenty years and then after 20 years, there's no really significant improvement in the booze itself. If you're aging at past 20 years, I could be wrong with that, but for a novice like myself, right? Who doesn't have the palate of somebody like yourselves on the line. Um, I was told 20, you're good to go there. Um, uh, my uncle and I are looking to do this together. Um, we're big we're big fans of playing cards together we love drinking wine together um and so we're looking we wanted to do uh want to get some pappy it's one of the things we've been trying to track down together and you know spend some time hanging out drinking pappy playing uh playing gin that's uh that's the game that we like to play we've got a running running tally and score and that's uh, that's awesome that's nice what we're trying to do with it yeah
1: that's good so how long the so my family we're we're huge card players we play a game called um Called Rook, and it's it's definitely not a California game. It is very like uh, kind of southeastern uh, hillbilly esque. Okay. It's got its own little unique cards. It's very similar to to Gin or to Spades okay. in the sense of the way you've got suits and trumps and all those things that kind of come into play. But anyway, uh, so but how many years? Uh, what what's the what's the year count up to? Do you, many,
0: we. Well, I started playing this. We started playing consistently. We went on a uh, I went on a vacation with my uncle, my aunt, um, his two children, and a friend. There were six of us. went to uh, Went to Switzerland and Italy. And while we were on the trains going from town to town, that's when we started playing. So probably, gosh, that was back in two thousand eighteen. We're in twenty one now. So oh, three nice. years, I'd say yeah. we've been. So it's fun. We have a good yeah. time playing it.
1: Yeah, sweet. All right. So back to, back to the age statement on this stuff. And I love age statements. Yeah. on. Uh, I love age statements. I think that I'm a fan of if it's it, no matter if, if it's a bourbon, mm-hmm. I think it's, I think it's fair to, um, I think it's fair for us, the consumer, to see an age statement on a bottle. And and I don't think that just because it's a two-year rye means it can't be as good as a uh, 10-year bourbon. I think it's going to be different. But I, I think what that does is I think it really helps us to, as, as we drink it and we know what it is, and depending on if we're going to put the time and effort to go find out what it is, because you know there's nothing wrong with being a, um, a whiskey fan that says, well, I drink it if I like it. I want to drink it again. But some of the things Mm -hmm. that kind of help you along the way is, well, what's in What's that whiskey made of? Uh, How long did Mm -hmm. that whiskey sit in the barrel? How you know, so so some of the you know, what's the um, what's the proof point on that? Right. And those kind of start to tie things together. So when you can't find a Pappy 20, it helps you to kind Mm -hmm. of navigate down maybe some different roads. So here's what I would say on the age statement. This is an opinion only is or okay. on the 20-year age statement. Um, I've had the 20. I, I haven't owned a bottle of it. I've had some pours, and again, you know, I may have had a lot of other pours after the fact, so maybe a little foggy. The 23-year Pappy, I would agree. I think it does lose. I I, I wouldn't say that it's over 20 years. I'm going to get hit another age statement in a minute, but I think with the 23 years that I've sampled, I think that that too much time in a barrel, I think that it starts to get past its kind of sweet spot, if you will. And, and I think okay. that that's when you're going to get some variances in the, in the liquor. That's kind of like, uh, well, yeah, it's good, but it may not taste like the last one that I had, or it may not be similar to the last one that I had. Right. Do you yeah, have them yeah.
2: with their They behind you?
1: Um, I've got, uh, I got a 12 year and a 15. Yeah. They're uh, let me see. Yeah. Yeah. They're 15 and 12 are back here. I guess I wish we would have known. We would have sent you some samples of this. We could have sampled the 12 and 15 next show, next show. No, but but I mean, and I don't think I have a 23. I think I killed that one uh, for whatever reason. Oddly enough, I invited some uh, some folks were going on a trip a few years ago, and I don't know, it was half gone or whatever. And they uh, they they of course, and they're dear friends of mine, so they opted for the 23. You know, but hey, man, next time I get to their place, don't worry, (laughs) I'm just I'm just going for whatever's the uh, whatever's the one that you can't get on the shelf. That's what I'm I'm just bottle chugging. Uh, No, not really. And eh, maybe I can't lie, but so, so here's where I think that the, that you get to, so to me, even in the 20 year stuff, I still think you start to kind of creep into that. Um, it, you know, and, and it's, and I think Pappy, I, I we should know this, Dan, but I think Pap the Pappy is kind of in different warehouse, in different locations in the warehouse. Yeah. Um, I think that I don't want to I don't want to state that because I could be misquoting. I think the 15 year is in kind of an isolated spot. And again, I think they're doing it maybe for some variations. I could have completely screwed that up and I could be thinking about another Buffalo Trace product. But to me, you know, and and you can go and listen to or, you know, if you read anything that uh, that the Russells are talking about or the Parkers or the Nose. And, you know, one, it's hard to sit on. A bunch of liquor that long right because i mean they're in the business of making money um so you know they, they want to sell it it's already like uber allocated uh what heaven hill they just released last year i think they released their 27 year i believe it was i haven't had that yet but um again i've heard it's good but um and I'm sure it is. I mean, I, I really enjoy some Heaven Hill product. I'm just saying, I wouldn't, if you're not hamstrung on 20 year, um, you should go ahead and read some reviews about the 15. I think I think Menic just voted it um, whiskey of the year for 2020. And mm. it's been voted whiskey wow. of the year multiple times. And, and it's that 15. And again, a lot of the, um, uh, what do you, uh, I'll call them the wise men of distilling whiskey Um, you know, they kind of stick around that 10 year, 10, 12 year kind of age point that that you could you could start to lose some stuff. And not to say that I shouldn't say lose, but that may be the better term. But things can start to change. And and that may not be the expression that you necessarily wanted to convey. And well, better yet, that may not have been the whiskey at its best point. Right. So, so if you, if you've got it and, you know, and, and of course they're tasting kind of along the way and like when, you know, when's it right? But, you know, that's the, that's really the thing is it's not about did it lose something? Did it gain something? It's like when was this whiskey best? And, uh, and, and I think, you know, in, in, in all of my, you know, in my tasting and, and then again, you know, looking at the, the true experts, you know, that's, um, that that Pappy fifteen man, I, I'd be putting that one on my list as well. I, I wouldn't just uh, I wouldn't single out twenty unless there's some sentimental value there for you.
2: Nice,
0: nice. I mean, look, if I if I can hit a fifteen or a twenty, uh, beggars can't be choosers, right? So
2: there yep. you go, there you go.
0: That's, I'd be happy uh, to get my hands on either. Is mm-hmm. that
1: uh, I'm sure I've got your is that Drew at BlueTease Just in case anybody's listening and they want to hit you up.
0: Drew at BlueTeesGolf dot guys. If you can, uh, you can help us out here. We would greatly, <laughs> greatly appreciate it. The most important infomercial of the pod. <laughs> nice.
1: Uh, nice. So, so what's happening? Uh, what so golfing in um, in California? Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. so we just had the uh we had the, oh, the US Open at Harding Park is that no, uh no. PGA that Championship. I'm sorry, yeah, PGA, PGA, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh do you get out to that place much?
0: Yeah, so Harding Park's awesome. Um it's it's right in the heart of San Francisco, which is great. Um you know, we've got two kick-ass. Can I, can I say that on you? You Anything you want. Okay, Okay, cool. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we got two kick-ass golf courses, a public golf courses in San Francisco, um, TPC Harding park being one of them. It's about 20 minutes away from kind of, uh, where a lot of, a lot of folks live. And then got another, uh, another public course, my favorite track in San Francisco, it's called the Presidio golf course. Um, But, yeah, two beautiful golf courses that we get to play a lot. Um, But, yeah, Harding Park, man, Um, one of the guys on our team uh, played it about three days before, like, the cutoff date. And he's like, man, you know... Uh, the rough, you know, four and a half inches tall and thick, and if you hit a golf ball, see ya. Like it's no point in even looking for it. I bet. I-, I bet you they found a lot of pro v's leading up to the turning, uh, just chilling in the uh, rough.
2: Nice. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm sure. I- I haven't played much golf out in uh, in Northern California. I played a few in Southern Cal, but I haven't had a chance to play much. And most of the time, when I'm making it to uh, to to North Cal, I'm uh, I'm landing. I'm hitting a few restaurants, and then I'm moving. Uh, you know, straight up to uh, I got to go to Russian River number one. I got to see uh, try to get okay. my Pliny fix. And then, yep. uh, and then I got, uh, you know, then I got to go on my winery, hit Hoops Vineyard. And uh, I mean, you can just start rattling off at the, at the folks, but uh, I've never met a winery that I didn't like, even though I'm a bourbon fan. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, it's, <laughs> the wineries up in, in Napa and Sonoma and Hillsburg are just world-class. So it's, it's tough to go wrong uh, when you get up there. And I like your style get the, get some food, get some good restaurants and uh, go hit up the, the spots for some booze.
1: Yeah. You got any favorites in, uh, in, in Napa or, or Russian river?
0: Um, yeah. Um, my favorite winery, I got two favorites. One of them's in the South end of Sonoma. It's called scribe S C R I B E scribe winery. Um, really cool, really laid back. Uh, definitely not a hoity toity place, but they make great pinots. Oh, nice. um, and then there's a place called, yeah, it's awesome. Um, one of those places where you go, you sit down with some friends, buy a bottle, get a little picnic basket from the winery. Um, beautiful views there, and my uh, other favorite is a place called William Selium um, up in Healdsburg. So a little bit uh, north northwest of Sonoma, um, a little bit farther up, uh, but they also make great Pinots. Um, and so those are two of the two of the favorites uh, right there. Great spots.
2: Hmm, nice. You're a big Pinot guy, huh?
0: Um, yeah, man. I mean, Napa Valley is really, really cool. Um, but Napa Valley, right. I mean, if you, if you grow a cab in, in Napa Valley, uh, there's a price point that's uh, associated with it. And so my friends and I, uh, are on the search for what we like to call the everyday banger. So what's the, what's the bottle of wine that you can have every day at the dinner table, right? That's not going to break the bank that you're going to be able to enjoy with friends that tastes really, really good. And so, um, that's, that's our quest right there. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, go get a silver Oak and Napa Valley yeah. and age, you know, have it sit for 10 years. You're going to have one of the best bottles of wine that you could could possibly get. But, um, yeah, no big fans of Pinots. big fans of Pinots from a scribe and William Silliam.
2: Yeah. Of, ex- we're big Pinot guys ex- too. Yeah.
1: Sounds expensive and a lot of waiting. I'm, I'm into, uh, <laughs> affordable and drinking.
2: <laughs> yes. Yes. And we both are. We love Pinot. <laughs>
0: Yeah, when you read the drinking notes and it says, you know, ready to drink immediately, it's like, okay, this is, I'm here for this. This is
1: good. Yeah, no, Dan mentioned I mean, we're big Pinot guys, too. And, you know, I think people get a little lost. And uh, I know we were talking about rangefinders earlier, but uh, we're talking about wine now. You're in California.
0: How do you not talk
1: about wine in California? All right? But, you know, I, I think people get kind of lost in... um in Pinot, right? Because it's like, well, you know, that cab, it's a, it's a little too heavy and it's a little too earthy. It's a little too smoky. It's a little too rich. And they're like, oh, but that Pinot that I got at the grocery store, man, that was great. I could just chug that stuff until you go and get a real Pinot. Yep. And I'm not saying yeah. that I'm not saying that they're that that it's not still a real Pinot. But I'm saying if you're making a, if you're making a Pinot and I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher this, but in the Bordeaux style, uh, you know, and and you're making Burgundy, a wine, Burgundy, Burgundy. It, yeah, right, 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 in 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 a Burgundy style, yeah. in in a sense that hey, you know, we're gonna we're gonna age this. It's gonna be oaked. It's gonna go, you know, and, and it's like it's like shit. I, I thought you said this was a Pinot. You sure this is in a Cab? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, and, and you can really, really set some people free uh, with with pinots that are like, hey, oh, I'm a Cabernet guy. And you're like, no, try the pinot. It's like, no, no, I, I no, that's not, that wouldn't do it for me. And, you, you know, there are definitely some that, uh, you know, Han, I think, is one of the, that's my, I love that, everyday banger. So Han <laughs> in um, uh, Santa Lucia Highlands, man, I mean, they make a fantastic fantastic like cab drinkers Pinot for me that I just uh can't get enough of so
0: that's awesome I gotta give that a go mm. definitely gotta give that a go yeah, and, yeah and you're, I and mean you're,
1: and you're close enough uh you know we, we may need to talk so I don't like to ship that stuff next out time of...
0: you guys are out in the uh, next time you guys are out in the bay man once uh, all these uh, restrictions uh lift let us know we'll uh, we'll go take you to some of our favorite restaurants and uh favorite wineries oh
2: cool yeah
0: and golf courses
2: And golf courses yes
0: yes most importantly we'll go golf quite a bit and probably do a lot of drinking on the golf course too
1: that's that you know that's uh it's not golf without it i mean i don't i don't collect it we don't collect checks on sunday uh it is is completely (laughs) appropriate to drink while we're
2: playing so respect i respect so drew so parting park is on one side across like the lake there's another There's olympia club what is it what is the one across the lake over there
0: yeah, so you've got a uh, Olympic Club. Olympic Club, uh, yeah, that's it, great, yeah. great spot. Yeah. So you got Olympic Club and then um you got Olympic Club has two actually they got three courses. They got two eighteen hole courses, one of them's the championship course. Um then they've got a, a really cool uh nine hole par three. Oh cool. It's um, right along the ocean. Mm. Yeah, you bring I think the I think the I think the longest club you'd probably need is like a nine iron. Mm. Um so and then you got um right across from Olympic Club, um arguably the the most prestigious golf course um, in the Bay Area uh, you got San Francisco Golf Club oh, okay. uh, which is really really cool so you got that right there across the lake too so um, yeah those ones are a bit harder to get on uh, yeah. for yeah. us uh, everyday average folk
2: I bet yeah yeah well very cool very cool yeah. and uh, I'm
1: frozen? L- I'm, lo- I'm looking up a golf course
2: sorry oh he's looking up a golf uh, course uh, right. Great. yeah right have you been out to the Safeway to watch that tournament?
0: Uh, no, I have not.
2: So this
0: year, you know, it was really difficult. I think for us to be able to go to these different tournaments, mm-hmm. right. Um, you know, restrictions, um, you know, the next tournament that we're really excited about is uh, the waste management out in Phoenix. Oh, yeah. And so, um, the whole team's going to be out there for an offsite. I think oh. they're allowing, I think it's eight. Eight thousand, eight or ten—I forget the exact number—but uh, they're going to have a raffle. They're going to have tickets, and so you know, I think the coveted 16th hole um, at the waste management hopefully will have some semblance of normality there. Uh, but yeah, that's the tournament that we're looking forward to, uh, to hitting up next. Uh,
2: Oh, nice.
1: Yeah. Yeah, You're, you're not going to, I'm just going to go ahead and set you, set you straight there that that there's no normalities. Well, I mean,
0: (laughs) maybe, maybe
1: with the, um, maybe with, uh, with the limited, limited people, but I mean, that just means there's more booze. They're contracted to buy like X amount of food and X amount of booze. So that just means it's more for you to consume, man.
0: I mean, hey, we're uh, <laughs> we're here to help out. Uh, we'll help them out in any way that we can there. Um, yeah, big big stomachs over you, here. You
2: got any tee uh, times lined up when you go out to the Safeway? In that area, Scottsdale area? I uh,
0: yeah, I, I was, it was texted to me yesterday. So we're going to play True North twice in one day. And okay. I've played True North before. Ooh. I think I'm going to have to bring about two dozen golf balls because that place <laughs> is just... It's target practice, man. Yeah, you, Can I, you like, hey, you,
1: I know. All about you've got that. you've got Dan being on this one. Dan brings five dozen. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's,
1: uh, that's, yeah, that would that would be Dan's
0: biggest deposit of the year if he could uh, oh boy. if he could actually make that happen. Oh <laughs> um, yeah, so I know that we're playing Troon twice. I I honestly don't remember the other ones, but we're really gonna get to play a lot of golf, which is fun. Um, you know, and 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 working with Blue Tees. Um, we've met a lot of, a lot of really amazing folks, um, that are out in Scottsdale in the golf space, the 8am golf guys, uh, cut golf. Um, we've got a couple of marketing agencies like the family and the society out there who have been just nothing but fabulous partners. And so we're going to go spend a lot of time with them while we're out there too, which uh, we're looking forward
2: to. Cool, man.
1: Yeah, sweet man. That, uh, that's going to be fun. Yeah. My uncle lives out in he lives at DC ranch. So just like right across the way from, uh, from the TPC there. So yeah, yeah, really, uh, lots of fun there. Uh John Robb just set the course record with his new Callaways that everybody was judging him about at fifty nine there at that uh, at Silverleaf. So it's uh it's a good track to get to if you get a chance. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so hey, do you play? Uh, well, hold on. Did you, let's stay there for a minute because you have met a lot of cool people. You got any cool stories? I mean, any? Uh, have you have you met anybody that's just kind of like holy shit? That that's the funniest thing that's ever happened or I've ever heard or uh, that, that you can share? And you can share whatever you want. This is your show. Uh, while you're on, just uh, you know. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, uh, man. We've uh, you know nothing crazy, nothing wild. I'd say to share. Um, you know, we've been we've been really fortunate to just meet a lot of cool people in the space. I think yeah. one of the things that we we found um, really nice about this is a lot of people in the golf space are very welcoming. Right. I think you know you you, you treat people right, you do right by people in the golf space. They're going to have your back, and they're going to you know almost like go to war for you, for lack of a better you know term, right, and just really support you. And so. Um, I think that's probably the coolest thing right outside of any, you know, one off story of golfing with, you know, a celebrity or a, a sports star or anything like that is just uh, is the community of which the golf space is. And and we're really appreciative of that, you know, especially for a small company, man, um, we wouldn't be here without yeah. uh, you know, a lot of a lot of help from a lot of people. Yeah. Awesome. Meaning
1: we're like receptivity of, uh, Hey, we're not, uh, we don't have this, uh, we're not, we're not put, putting millions of dollars in marketing or, you know, they, we're, we're not have this label behind us yeah. our label and they're receptive to that.
0: Yeah. You know, I think, um, you know, as we think about just, you know, the people that we're, we're selling to, right? You know, golf is becoming a younger sport. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that people are uh, people are uh, just open to trying new brands, right? You know, it's no longer, you know, just Nike and Adidas, right? There are a lot of other brands surrounding Nike and Adidas. Sure. And I think what you're seeing in golf is it's no longer just Titleist and TaylorMade. Um, and then Callaway, right? There's a lot of surrounding brands. And um, so we found that, you know, people are open to giving it a shot. And I mean, at the end of the day, right, it's got to work, you know, the, the product's got to work and, you know, product can't break. And if you can do those two things and then, uh, build a cool, uh, cool brand around it, I think people are, are game to, to gain it, you know, for lack yeah. of a better term. Absolutely. Yeah, it's like when do I get
1: my custom uh, I'm going to give Dan my old rangefinder. I'm gonna, I'm going to get the logoed I'm going to get the logoed rangefinder. That way if I lose it, people number one they they'll either know to listen to us or they'll know to give it back to me. It's like those, those guys suck. We get get this back to them immediately. Don't remind anybody of those guys.
0: You know, speaking of logos, I think that's one really cool thing about what we're doing with the company right now. Um, you know, there are a lot of golf courses out there. Uh, this place actually in North Carolina, I think it is uh, loggerhead golf club. Um, they've done a bunch of custom, um, range finders from us. So, you know, putting the logo on the back, um, uh, we we actually just got them in today. Um, they're really fucking cool. Sorry. No, shit. no, that's, no you can do it. Um, but, it's fine. Um, we well, okay. you can say fucking, I'll uh, say fucking doing... just so you're covered. <laughs> um, we did. Uh, we're doing about uh, 200 uh, custom rangefinders for the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro Am, which that's is super sweet, dope. So, uh, yeah, completely, you know, custom everything on that. So, if all the amateurs and athletes will get those. And so, that's really proud of that. And so, maybe we can get a birdies and bourbon uh, logo on one of them. So, you know, people will know that hey, that's hey man, that's cows or, or that's Dan.
2: That's right.
1: Uh, you know, we're,
0: yeah. we're not opposed to that.
1: Uh, you mentioned North Carolina. You ever have you played um, some? I'm, I'm I'm working on a goal. I want to or, or a uh, a bucket list of mine. I want to play the Strantz right. course. So you know Mike Strantz, the golf course architect. He he's only done a couple of courses out in. I think he designed one and then he did a, a, a redesign in uh, in California. It's uh, so he did Monterey Peninsula Country Club, which is it's not really San Francisco, but I, I don't know. Have you ever played? Uh, no. I'm um,
0: playing there in March. Actually, I'm taking my father uh, nice. down. We're gonna my father, my brother-in-law, uh, a couple of others. We're doing a big trip for my dad's 60th, and um, we're gonna go. We'll play Pebble. We're gonna play the Links at Spanish Bay, and then um, we're gonna play Monterey uh, Peninsula Country Club, which we are. I am very excited about.
1: Cool. Yeah, sweet man. Yeah, we've uh, we get we had a chance to play a few of his courses. Um, this year, last year, yeah, both. Uh, not in twenty one. So in in twenty, and then uh, we're gonna we're gonna knock a couple more East Coast courses off uh, this year. So hopefully we'll be able to uh, to check those boxes uh, in in the near future. In the near future, right. Nice. Uh, so what else man damn what you got for him
2: well i guess first off one thing we haven't touched on uh, well we touched on a little bit but um you know if we're going if you're coming into san francisco you know where's the diamond in the rough where do we go locals go that we're not going to see advertised everywhere it's like but it's like man you've got to if i'm going to tell you one place to go in when you come in here to eat or whatnot this is where i would go
0: oh wow that's such a hard question <laughs> um yeah. Everybody's got their spot. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I, um, I love Lebanese food. I'm 50% Lebanese. My mom's, my mom's Lebanese, her parents are Lebanese. Um, and there's a place called La Med, um, on Fillmore street kind okay. of, I don't want to say hole in the wall cause that gives a really poor connotation, but you walk into the place that looks like, you know, your grandmother's living room, um, type of thing. So La Med's great. Um, and my favorite place, there's a uh, there's a place on the corner of Jackson Street and Fillmore Street. And the name of the restaurant is called Jackson Fillmore. Okay. Um, but it's uh, yeah, easy to remember. It's uh, Italian restaurant, man. Great Italian restaurant. And just given your guys' propensity for wine, um, the list is just out of this world. And ask the owner, hey, what you know, what's not on the list? What do you have in the back cupboard? Um, and they open it up and they've got some stuff in there that's like, wows you. But, um, those are, those are two of my favorite places, Lomond and, uh, and Jackson Fillmore. Perfect. Perfect. And then if you do go to San Francisco, you got to go to the Buena Vista. You got to get your Irish coffee down in Fisherman's Wharf. um, Hmm. Got to do though, know, all the touristy stuff.
2: Oh,
1: cool! Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, what's uh, what's the, uh, the the soup you get down in the bread bowl? The pea?
0: Uh, oh, the the clam chowder from Boudin Bakery mm. and the and the bread bowl and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. All
1: right, so uh, let me see. So we are having Woodford Reserve. We got that one out of the way. That that's not that. I know that's in the office. What's what do you what's your go to though? What, I mean, he's do you're representing JT,
2: it? man. He's representing JT. You know.
1: I know. I, hey, I'm I'm, no, I'm not against it. I'm not against it, but what, what do you, what are you drinking? So when you're not in the office and you're pouring one, like what's your, what is, Hey, this is what I'm having.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I, I, know that the name of this pod, right. is you know, has bourbon in the name. Um, you know, my, honestly my go-to is, uh, is a cold beer or a, or a glass of wine. Um, okay. that's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm sipping on. Um, that's kind of my favorite. Um, Big tequila fan. I actually love tequila. Uh, Love sipping on anejo's. Love that Um, place. Oh, another hole in the wall place. You guys got to go to in San Francisco. It's called Tommy's. Um, They were voted a couple years ago. Voted the uh, best spirit selection in the world, and they only serve tequila. Really? So. Yeah, wild stuff that you. Wow. Yeah, it's it's crazy. But yeah, you know, cold beer, uh, nice nice glass of wine. Um, those are my those are my go tos.
1: Perfect. Well, If we called it birdies and alcohol, it wouldn't quite have the ring to it. So that's, that's, that didn't <laughs> pass the, the focus the, group. It didn't it, pass yeah, the focus it, group. It didn't. They voted. They voted that. The consultant said, "Yeah, that's not quite. That's not going to cut it." Uh, yeah, I'm headed That'll
0: to. Like,
1: uh, Okay. I'm heading to the, uh, to the Napa of Mexico in a few weeks, the, uh, the Valle de Guadalupe. Um, so okay. it's kind of central, uh, North what's happening down there. Uh, it's, it's the Napa of, uh, of Mexico, man. I mean, we're going to play a little golf. We're going to drink some wine. I mean, there's some restaurant, you know, it, it's, it, I mean, really, it's like, it's, you know, think about when you head to Napa and you're, you're, uh, whatever the, I forget the road, the, it, you know, the highway, but you know, you're g- cruising down and it's just like wineries everywhere. Right? I mean, it, it hasn't, uh, what is it, Dan?
2: 29.
1: 29. Yeah. So it's, it's not as mature yet. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, th- I think a lot of folks have um, that maybe migrated north at one point. They've migrated south. And it's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, this is the next best uh, next best thing. And then a lot of um, a lot of distilleries. Uh, we did a Oaxaca trip several right. years ago, you know, and kind of did the Mezcal tour. So I, they, there may be some Mezcal folks there. I, you know, it, it's not obviously not Oaxaca, you know, and, and, or Oaxaca Mezcal, but um, you know, there could be some smoky tequila, but there are a few, a uh, few, te- uh, this tequila distillers around that we're going to hit up. So yeah, it should be, it uh, should be a good time. Uh, as long as awesome. we make it in and out of Mexico, we'll be in good shape. <laughs>
2: yeah, there's no, there's no promise. He's coming back.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, there's never a promise that I'm coming back. No matter where, no matter where I'm going. I mean, I mean, I mean haven't you been somewhere and you're like, man, I love this place. I could just stay. Uh, yes. And you yeah. know, and one day, I mean, I'm really thinking like one, one day I, I may say that i may be like shit i'm just gonna, especially that we're all zoomed now
0: man That's you true. don't have to show up
2: anywhere I mean, in person no you don't no you don't
0: i mean I, i'm headed to cabo here the second week of february oh, and so wow. i mean i can think of worse places to have to stay for a prolonged period of time nice exactly
1: exactly all right so yeah. let, let's see so we hit on some golf courses what's in the bag man what's uh what do you play what's your favorite club what what in the
0: bag Oh, my favorite club in my bag. I have like a 15-year-old Scotty Cameron, Newport one and a half um, okay. that's dinged up and has more character than, you know, um, Also, awesome. my best club in the bag. Probably not, but it's my favorite club <laughs> in the bag. Yeah. Yeah. that'll be in there forever, man. That's, that's, perfect. that's my baby.
2: That's perfect. Yeah.
0: Sweet. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. No, I've got a, got a Scotty in the bag. Uh, what else do I have? I've got, I got like, I got P790 irons from TaylorMade. I've got Bokey wedges. Um, got some old, I'm really, I'm getting new wood soon, um, but I got some old nine fifteen, eight fifteen, driver three wood hybrid. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the bag right there, man. Cool. And then, uh, yeah, uh, there's a company out of Portland, Oregon, uh called Jones Jones Sports Co. Um they've been really cool with us and so got a nice uh Jones Sports bag or Jones Sports uh, golf bag which is pretty cool.
1: Oh, nice. Oh yeah, sweet. Yeah, I've carry I got the I've got a Rover so, yeah. Okay, right on, though. Yeah. Yeah. Familiar. Familiar with those guys. Uh, what else? Uh, we, 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 are missing something, Dan, what are we missing?
2: Well, we touched on, uh, we touched on a lot of places you're going, so, you know, it, but is yeah. there, is there, um, uh, a trophy course that you haven't played that it's that what's on, what's on, what's the one that's like, Oh my, I can't wait to go here. I, it sounds like it might be the Pebble beach trip. Like, you know, like, like the, I've got to go play. Yeah. These.
0: Yeah. We played, uh, kind of played pebble for the first time couple months ago and um i uh, have you guys played there before Mm -mm. Mm -mm. no so so i i had no expectation right um and by the third hole i was like kind of dawned on me i was like man i was playing here and on the fourth hole you start to get on the water and that's when everything is like oh these are the holes that you see on tv and um so, so that was that was just uh, an, uh, an an amazing day honestly um you know bucket list for me is probably yeah, going to be that list. that pebble trip again yeah. um playing pebble again with my dad um i mean i know yeah. that that's his dream course and so i think just being able to experience that with him um is something that i'll never forget and so that's that's definitely i think the most uh the one that i'm looking forward to and i think that'll be in my lifetime probably a pretty Tough experience to come close to um, you know, golfing with the pops, family, you know, knowing that it means a lot to him on that kind of special occasion. So I'm, I'm excited for that.
2: Nice. Sure. What's your uh, favorite game to play on the course if you're playing with your pals for, for cash? The,
0: a game that I win. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> the game that I win. No. um am oh, sorry, I've got a puppy in the room and she's no, trying good, to man. get out real quick. I'm going to, yeah, no I got out on the headphones. I'm going to let her out real quick. Um, no, we play a lot of, uh, we play a lot of Vegas, um, when we play. Um, and then one of my, uh, one of our co-founders, he and I, we play the same game. Every time we play, we do front nine, back nine total, and then, um, skins and we do 20 per and, um, unfortunately I've been on the losing end of all four <laughs> of these bets recently. And so it's not my favorite game. So it's to not your favorite no, no. Yeah, I mean, I, golf for me is an activity where I get to put my phone away for yeah. for four hours um, and just spend time with the fellas um, or whoever I'm playing with, uh, fellas or ladies. And so, um, yeah, we try to keep it competitive. You, yeah, sure.
2: You're going to lean probably uh, a certain way, Cal. Or probably, Cal and I probably think you're going to lean this way, but we'll ask anyway. Um, new piece of equipment or another lesson? Which would you rather have?
0: Oh, I'd rather get a lesson any day of the week, man.
2: Oh, okay. Ooh, ooh I would, have, me gone down. The, yeah, I
0: would have gone sure. the other way. I would <laughs> have gone the other way. No, no, man. Um, no, new lesson for sure. Um, or excuse me, lesson for sure. Uh, one of the partners that we're working with this year, uh, his name's George, uh, George Gankus. Um, we're really excited to work with him. He's Matt Wolf's swing instructor. You've probably seen George on the cover. He's of coming Golf on digest. a show in, uh,
1: I think, late February, so...
0: Yes, yeah, so, dude. George is dope. Are you? I mean, if you're like, "Hey, Drew, here's the new Sim Two driver. or Go take, you know, two lessons with George Zoom." But you know, but just short answer: two hours with a instructor, one hundred percent.
1: Two hours with Gankus. We well, just should come down to Atlanta and get it with him down here, man.
0: Um, we're gonna. Okay, I'm gonna get dinner with him here, and I think like two weeks. Oh, okay. cool! So, awesome. I mean I mean I don't even think he could fix my playing at this point, you know. You well, know, hey, I mean
1: uh yeah that Matthew Wolf is uh I mean he's he's collecting checks on Sunday, so there you go.
2: Mm-hmm. That's yeah true. for sure. Dude's dialed. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is.
1: Yeah, it should be good. Uh well awesome. Uh Drew, I uh I, I mean I could uh, keep drinking and asking questions it probably yeah. goes, uh, downhill, pretty close to, uh, you know, or close to an hour. And then that's when, uh, uh, Dan Mad. stops running people off and I start. Oh boy. <laughs> um, but, uh, we've had a great time chatting with you. I, uh, I hope, have uh, fingers crossed, uh, I shouldn't say, I hope it's going to happen. Things are going to lighten up the, you know, we're, we're going to start accepting the world we live in today and we're going to be able to get around and we're going to go places and, uh, we're just going to be responsible about it one of those places are going to be uh northern california and san francisco we're definitely coming up to see you uh or if we're connected uh some of these golf tournaments over the course of time i mean that's going to be uh it's going to be a solid too but uh why don't you let people know where they can find uh drew and blue tees at man
0: oh yeah um i mean don't worry about finding me unless you guys can help me out with the bottle of Pappy. Um, the more important thing here is, the, is blue tees. Um, no, yeah, you can, um, you know, we're really active on social, um, you know, blue tees golf, uh, is our Instagram handle, um, blue dot Um, there are going to be a lot of really, really fun, I think, and exciting and um, things that we're going to be putting out here, um, in the next couple of months, um, candidly speaking, a lot of things that I think, uh, you haven't really seen from a company um that manufactures the product of which we manufacture that we're really really excited about um so some incredible partnerships with some incredible people um some new products coming out um so we're really excited about 2021 and where it's taking us um so yeah, blueteesgolf.com. Uh first place that you'll see anything is on our Instagram page and so that's where we launch um, and that's where we're going to do some fun teaser stuff so you know keep an eye out guys uh and I appreciate you guys you're you taking the time to to chat with me and to you know help get the blue tea story out um, a little bit more uh, so thank you guys for your time
2: Absolutely it was fun uh, fun to talk to you good to great to hear the story
0: Yeah, yeah for sure, for sure Drew. gentlemen yeah. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Drew cheers. Hey, yeah. For those of you listening, uh, this will be up on uh, YouTube and, uh, probably next week next when week we too. drop the show mm-hmm. and uh, well, actually it'll be up now on YouTube because the show's already dropped. And, um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, be sure to go like, uh, more importantly, you know, like us, uh, we'd appreciate it at, at uh, birdies underscore bourbon, be sure to go and follow blue tees, give them a, give them a look and a listen. And if you're, uh, uh, guess what ladies and gentlemen, uh, Valentine's day is right around the corner. It'd be a great, great gift for your significant other.
0: I think it'd be a no brainer gift. Absolutely. So we'll
1: all leave right. at that, guys. All all right. Have a great day. all. all. Right. you. Thank all right. you. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Gents. Cheers. Hey everybody, Dan here. Hope you guys had a great time listening to Drew at Blue Tees. Hopefully, you've already gone to bluetees.com and you've ordered yourself a rangefinder. Uh, so coming up this week, we'll have uh, Matt Janella, formerly of uh, the Golf Channel, uh, talking about his new business ventures. And uh, what do we talk about? We talked about Rams Hill, Goat Hill, a lot of uh, a lot Hill. of critter uh, critter named golf courses. But uh, yeah, some really really good insight from uh, from matt just about uh the golf golf uh media in in the golf world and uh, kind of digging into his experiences uh, over the years so yeah be sure uh, be sure to check back in with us on wednesday we'd really appreciate it if you would like and review the show five stars are always great if we only get one star be sure to tell us why we're not afraid of changing see you wednesday cheers
0: cheers, cheers.